The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Here we go! Looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at a sunny star in Frisco, Texas, where it is 79. 65 degrees, (laughs) the high 70, the low is 59, and it's very windy today. Very windy. Is that it? Oh, That's you said you had more coming, but like you had more to go with that. All right, man. Uh, he is Shannon. As you can see, we do not have uh, Nate here today. Nate that is Kurt sitting in his seat in the back. Is Chris keeping us up live and running? I am Zaddy Holly. Together, we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Tomorrow is going to be 77. I is it really? Yes. Oh, we like need it. to do the show. Yes. Out. Can we do the show outside, Chris? Chris is like, come on, y'all. Come on. Okay. I, had a hard, I got a hard enough time keeping y'all on the air inside, inside the studio. Yes, yes. Each and every day we're brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. I, I got to do two shout-outs. Do it. Do I have it. to do two shout-outs. I was in Walmart the other day, and I, I always – I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it scares me, but – Walmart? Walmart, definitely. I, Walmart. I do love Walmart as well. But you know how sometimes you get that stare, right? Like someone – Yeah. Just just nod your head with me. You get that stare. like, And so I'm like. Man or woman? Man. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. First thought that comes to my mind is it wasn't me. It was <laughs> Bill so, Collector? It's a, no, no, Bill Surely Collector. when that happens to you, though, you automatically think they recognize me from the show or from I, I Honestly, it, 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 it scares me sometimes because I don't know what they're staring at. Okay. Right? Like, I don't know what they're staring at. But then it's kind of like, and so I meet a guy in Walmart the other day, RB. So RB, this is my shout-out to you. He listens every single day. Good dude, what man. What up, RB? RB was like, he just was like, he gave me some love, man, and was just like, I watch you guys every day. We bro-hugged. We did the kind of hand-over-your-heart type thing that, you know, you, that the men do. Like, much oh, love. Man. Much, much love. love. It was yeah, much yeah. love. <laughs> yeah. So RB said he, he watches the show every single day. So my brother, we appreciate you for yes. supporting Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. us so much in what we do. And the other one is... Got to dig a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Dallas. Dallas Burton. I think he goes by another name, though. I think it goes by something like in Memphis. It's Memphis something. Just keep talking. I'll Dallas is okay. known as Memphis. Is that what it is? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Um, just keep talking. I'll you, get back to it. Did you meet him? This one on social media? Yeah, this one's on person? social media. Okay. This yeah, one's on ahead. social media. So, yes, we, we have no Nate today. He is where. You well, should be. He is he is out of the office today. Let's Let's leave it that way. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And we are still going to have business as usual. We are going to talk Cowboys defense and Eagles offense. So, Kurt, while Jesse looks for that, what what scares you about Philly's offense? Or does their offense I got it. I got it. Sorry. Excuse me. No, go ahead. Dallas and Duval. So ah, Dallas and Duval, Duval, brother, thank you for donating to Holly's Helping Hands. You can still do that. Dallas and Duval. He's called the show before, hadn't he? 
Sure. Yes, he has. Yes, because I remember Duval because of Jacksonville. Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dallas and Duval, thank you, my brother, for your donation. Thank you for watching the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much for calling in. So Dallas and Duval, my brother, thank you so much. Much love. Much love, my boy. Much love. (laughs) Much love, my boy. So, Kurt. Yes, sir. Does anything scare you about Phillies off? They put put up a lot of points. Mm, Just like all of it? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) they got a... Best offensive line in the league. Mm-hmm. Pro Football Focus has them ranked number one. They got a solid quarterback. They can run the ball. They got maybe the best wide receiver. I mean, you go on and on. Dallas Goddard's coming back. I mean, is he the best wide receiver right now in the game, Jesse? Who? AJ Brown. Brown. No. no, no. Who's your top? Give me your top five right now. Tyreek Hill. Just from speed, just pure speed. He's about to break the record. I mean, he, he's good. Like, and you know what? Speed, you no, know what sucks? Let's not, let's not just say, oh, just pure speed. That's a, that's well, he can a catch, that, too. You know, yeah. That's a rarity. How is like, he a route runner? He just runs by you. <laughs> speed. Like, like speed. Like, he just runs by yeah. you. He, 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 has, he has a skill set. Because there's a lot of guys that have been in the league that had pure speed that didn't stick around. Right. World-class speed that right. just didn't make it. The Raiders drafted most of them. <laughs> that's a good point. The Raiders, if you were, if you were big, if you were big, tall, and fast, like for like a like a six year run, the right. Raiders were drafting you. Me too. First round, you didn't have to but, be big yeah. and tall. And so you and so you, so you, big, black, and tall. You were on, you. You were on Shannon's you. scout report. <laughs> so Tyreek, yes. And what's sad is, well, not sad, but he's having a record breaking year. If it weren't for him, CD would be in. The league lead for most reception yards yep. right now. Yep. So, but he's having a phenomenal year. Okay. So Tyreek, and then who you got? Uh, I got Tyreek. And I, this is no specific order, right? Because I don't want to start. Well, you get. But Tyreek's Tyreek's head and shoulders. He's one. Let's just one. say he's okay. one, and then everybody okay. else you can put one A B C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one. Uh, CD's in that conversation. Okay. Uh, and that's not because I'm going to pat myself on the back, but because CD is a little bit, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but CD's definitely in that in that conversation. They're still. Uh, you talk about Jamar Chase down there uh, in in Cincinnati. Jefferson, he's, there. When he's healthy. Yeah, Jefferson when he's healthy. Um, AJ Brown uh, is in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fourth in receiving yards this year. Who AJ Brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's, who else, who who's, who's your top ten there, Kurt? Top ten: Tyreek Hill, Ceedee Lamb. This is receiving yards. Puka mm-hmm. Nakua is going to be in that conversation yeah. because of receiving yards, but I don't think he. I don't put him in a conversation yeah. with those guys. Lamb is second. Allen, Keenan Allen third. Brown, Jamar Chase. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Brown. Yep. Puka, Mike Evans is eighth, DJ Moore, Nico Collins from Houston. Mm. We don't talk enough about Mike Evans, who's just casually. Word. How many years with a thousand? Ten. He's a big human, too. Just ten straight years with a thousand yards. Put the quarterback out Six, there. Five, him, what? Eight. Him and Jerry Rice, the only two to ever do it? I don't. Did Jerry do it? I think Jerry mm, did it. Let's see. I believe so. I believe I saw that. Somewhere. Ten straight years? Like, he hasn't missed a beat. I think so. He's been a 1,000-yard receiver since he entered the National Football Mm -hmm. League. And maybe Jerry's in that conversation. Yeah, Jerry did it 11 straight. Oh, well. Yeah. Only two to ever do it. That's why he's good. That's why he's the good. He said 10. But, I mean, to be be in In that that conversation. That – you – to be the only – you and Jerry Rice. Right. And you don't really hear about Mike Evans. Now, ask you this. If he played in Philly or Kansas City or Dallas – he would be a household name, one hundred percent. I mean, he was when they when the Tom Brady was there, and everyone was talking about you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the Tampa teams. It was Mike Evans. Um, he just wasn't there long enough to right, keep to his keep stock his, high. I wanted. I, he was one of the guys when when we start talking about. I don't. Can we say that? Yeah, we can say this. When we start talking about the trade deadline stuff, he was one of the he the two guys that I really, really, really wanted in the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I wanted him, 
and I wanted uh, he was my first choice, Mike Evans, to be traded, and I wanted Gabe Davis from mm. yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. You like him? I do. Really? Not as a not as a guy who puts it, but I thought he's a nice piece. It's like a nice position, fit. or I don't know much. About no, him. he's a. I mean, he's a big. He's a bear on targets. Big receiver can run routes. I just thought he would be a really good piece with C.D. Lamb. Mm. He, he gives you another component where you can now, you know, he gives you. He gives you a more consistent down the field threat like we once thought Michael Gallup would give us. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All he does is make really big plays for, for Buffalo. But you get to Pro see Fo- you get to see him in a week and a half, Kurt. Yeah, up close true. and personal. Pro Football Focus has CD and Brown both ranked third in their grades. AJ Brown. Who do they have the top five? Tyree Kill, number one, mm-hmm. and Ayuk. Ayuk from San Francisco. Lamb and Brown tied Justin Jefferson, fifth. Ayuk is another one who's just progressively gotten better. He yeah. just goes in the, You hear so much about you know Debo, Debo. and McCaffrey mm-hmm. and Kittle. And Brendan Ayuk is just ho-hum, just every single year, growing and growing and growing and growing. And this year, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm sure he'll be another 1,000-yard receiver. He broke, the, he, got, he, got, he broke over the threshold last year, 1,000-yard. I think he'll do the same this year, and he'll just continue to – He's so consistent in what he does uh, for the Niners. So, yeah. So we talked about on the show yesterday. You just you're like, forget the run game. Let's just throw. On offense, what do we need to look for? What's what's their strong suit on offense for Philadelphia? For Philly, yeah. You know, this Philadelphia offense has it. It's changed, but it stayed the same. With them changing offensive coordinators, of course, the one thing that was a huge proponent of their success in the past was the ability of Jalen Hurts as a run threat. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if – because here's a couple of things that happens. Quarterbacks come into this league, and if you don't come in as this highly touted – arm cannon type of guy, right? And you, you try to build your way to that. Like when, when Josh Allen came in, it was because he can throw the ball a country mile. Mm-hmm. When Patrick Mahomes came in, he could throw the ball a country mile. And, and it's, you know, you see the pro days nowadays, and what do they always show? The guy drops back, he rolls out to his left, he's on one leg, and he throws the ball 70 yards. Mm-hmm. They all want to see that. They always finish with that throw. Mm-hmm. And with Jalen Hurts, it was kind of the opposite. It was, you know, he came in. He was run first. Run first, mm-hmm. athletic, yada, yada, yada. Not very accurate, Not blah, very, blah, blah. And so what ends up happening is, and this has happened with Dak Prescott, it's I want to show the world. I can throw. I can throw. Right. I'm a quarterback. I, I want throw. to show the yeah. world that I'm a, you know, because you 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 want to get labeled as I can throw from the pocket. Well, I can do this. I can do that. There's sti- a kind of a stigma with being a running quarterback. Like that's your, you're like a one trick pony. And right. Like you, from a, from a personal, I guess, career building standpoint, you don't want to be, you want to be able to win a game with your arm when you have to. You right? want to be in the conversation of pass throws. You want yeah. to be in that conversation when they talk about who has some of the, you know, best stuff from a quarterback perspective is not, well, he runs a lot. And the second part of it is, I think as you get into this league and you kind of get more and more years in, you realize me running the football is probably not sustainable. Right. right? This is, I don't get, it's not college. Business decision. It's business. Listen, when, when, because sometimes in college, and I'm, I'm going to get to the point, I swear, I'm, I'm, I'm right on the curve. <laughs> In college, you can sometimes just defeat the people across the ball from you because you're bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get to this league, you're not bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Not playing quarterback. And I don't care how good your legs are. 
and it wears you down mm-hmm. and it it puts a it puts a um it puts a limit a number gets knocked off the year that you'll actually play in this league if you keep keep this up so i say all that to say one of the things that you do not see a lot of from this philadelphia team as you saw a year ago was with the ability for jalen hurts to run the football i've said this before but it, it makes you play 11 on 11 a lot of times defenses can play 10 on 11 because if you're not a, a running threat quarterback, then they use those guys who they would normally put to spy on you back in coverage mm-hmm. or as a rusher mm-hmm. or allocate those services somewhere else. This year, and, and it, it, Jalen Hurst hasn't been as prolific as a runner. His running numbers are down. His running attempts are down. His per yards are down than years past. I don't know if it's business decision from the front office where you know you start paying quarterbacks and you start you know you, now the value looks different. You know what I'm saying? When 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 you when you get a car, it's different when the car is worth something and when it's an old hoopty. You treat it different. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ain't ready to crash out in, in in the new thing. You pick the trash up off the floor. Yeah, you know, throw as many car wash every bottles on the bottom. And yeah. I think for Jalen Hurts now, they're like, yeah, we're not gonna just send you to the wolves that much anymore. Yeah. And that has impacted what they do. And it's impacted what they do offensively because now teams are just saying, well, since you you guys aren't using Jalen Hurts as much as a running figure as you did in the past, we don't have to allocate that many dudes to the line of scrimmage. Because in the past, when you had seven, eight, nine guys around the line of scrimmage, because the ability to RPO, and Jalen Hurts pull it and run it and gain a, a large amount of yards, that kills you. Yeah. He's not doing that as much anymore. Not saying that he's still not mobile, yeah, but he's he, still doing it. Compared to the rest of the league, he's still doing a lot, but right. not as much. Not, not as much as he used to do. Mm-hmm. And now, now teams are just saying, you know what? We're going to just play back. Because when we allocate the guys to the line of scrimmage, that's when you hit us over the top. Because the guys are now cheating up more to stop the run. That's why the run game was so good for the Philadelphia last year because you had to play 11 on 11. And Jalen now is spinning, and teams are forcing him now to spend more time in the pocket and saying you're going to have to sift through. Remember Dak went through that fourth period of time? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to sift through this defense on the back end. And even the way they call plays, it, it's they want to call things short because it's like an essential of the run game. And then they progressively build up. And then when you start to cheat up a little bit, if they get the run game going, then they hit you over the head, A.J. Brown. They hit you over the head, Devontae Smith. Uh, they'll get in Dallas Gollard back uh, this week. He's another six foot six, six foot seven uh, receiver. That's just a mismatch nightmare for any safety, linebacker, slot corner. Yeah. Uh, so their offense is the same because they run the same plays. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're not different in what they do. The biggest approach now is Jalen Hurts just isn't deployed as a runner. And I don't know if that's, again, he's hurt. There's something wrong. He, you can tell he's yeah, laboring. He's knee, he have a bum knee the bum knee, the bone bruise, whatever that mm-hmm. is. And maybe it's more is deeper than what we what we know. And of course, we'll find out at the end of the year, whenever the season is over for them, you'll say, oh, Jalen Hurts needs to get meniscus surgery yeah, or whatever yeah. or something like that um or they just said you know what we're just he's just not willing to want to run the ball like he once did his uh you know his first couple years yeah. in the league what did you think about um read an article where san francisco said their goal this past week was not sacks it was containment that's and it so they wanted to keep him in the pocket correct and is that a recipe for success or is that the 49ers 
they can do it. Nobody else can. Can the Cowboys keep that same? Bosa called it assignment focused football. Assignment focused. I talked about it yesterday. One day, what's today? So it's Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So Tuesday or Wednesday, we talked about being disciplined. Yeah, and the, and that's that's a part of that assignment alignment is a part of discipline. Discipline isn't just don't grab the face mask, don't jump off sides. But the Cowboys have lined off off sides this year defensively more than any other football game, team. I think. Yeah, in the league, it's, it's <laughs> insane. But it, it's that it's hey, let's keep him contained. Now on the other end of that is when you talk about the Niners, they did a really good job on the back end with being able to defend those routes. Mm. Right to have the linebackers in play to cut down the middle of the field. Uh, Tart did a good job. Um, those other guys that they have in that secondary did a really good job. Because it's, it's easy to say, let's do contain. But now containing means he has more time. Yeah. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has more time to read the defense. That's putting a ton of pressure on the back end of your defense. Now, the Niners... I've told you all this many, many times. They're equipped to play any brand of football that you want to play. They can play you man-to-man. They can play you zone. They can blip, They can do anything because they, they have the personnel. Yeah. For the Cowboys, the, the discipline part comes to mind because is Sam Williams, is Micah Parsons, are those guys willing and able to stay patient enough to say, hey, don't rush. Yeah. Get up field, but keep him in the in the pocket. That that's the biggest thing. It's 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 for Michael Parsons. He Michael Parsons literally lives the analogy of all gas, no breaks. <laughs> True. He lit like that. He he embodies yeah. all gas, no breaks. Yeah. So and that's a good thing to have a guy have that type of motor. You you that you don't have to coach. That you don't have to kind of push and prod and say, hey guy, you know, come on, come on, let's yeah. go. But now it's the part of saying, slow down. Yeah. Don't, in fact, don't do what your natural instincts tell you to do. Yeah. Be calm. Just keep them in the pocket. That's the part. I don't know if this yeah. Cowboys defense has the patience. patience. Yeah, I'll use that word. I'll use the words patience to I like, do I that. I like how you didn't use discipline. Hmm. Patience. I was going somewhere else, but patience sound way better than where I was going. This is interesting. (laughs) When the Cowboys played San Francisco, Dak had 2.8 seconds in the pocket. Hertz had 3.8. So full full second. Is that, like you said, it's so tough on the back end. Isn't that scary giving him that extra time like that? It is, but it isn't. It's like Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) Scary on the back end? Scary on the back end. (laughs) Um, uh, If you're trusting and believing – when 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 you saw the switch last week, and that was that that was like you go back to the not uh, Seattle game, DJ DK Metcalf goes off in that first half, and he's having a phenomenal day. And you're like, uh oh, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> well, this is going to be a long day. It was a, that was a head dropper. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. yeah. And go. then they said, Gilly, you go play him, and they cut down. Now I don't know if that recipe works again against a guy like AJ Brown. Um, A.J. Brown only had 68 yards the last time he played the Cowboys, and that was on – he was in the middle of that six games of 125 yards or more a game. Like, he was in that – he was in that mode. Um, So maybe you kind of come back – you come back to this game and you say, all right, let's let's put some more of that in the work. Maybe let's see how we play. Because the Cowboys at times – 
and this is one of the things that kind of frustrates me at times, is they don't want to give up the big plays. So you see Deron Bland playing off. You see Gilly playing off. And they're playing more so everything in front of us, everything kind of keeping it, keeping a wrap on it and saying, hey, we'll come up and tackle anything, but we can't give anything over over our heads. And that's where, that's where Philly gets you because Philly wants to invite you to come up. They want you to say, "Oh, okay, we're gonna run, we're gonna run, we're gonna screen, we're gonna slant, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do all these things, middle screen, bubble screens," yeah. and then when you decide to commit up, they go <laughs> over your head. That's what they want. That's what they want to do to you. Um, so giving giving hurts that much time. If you're going to if you're going to defend it on the back end, again, it's very it's very dangerous when you try. I know I said it's a copycat league steal. But you have to make sure when you're stealing that you actually have the facilities to do it yeah. on the on your end. Mm-hmm. You know, if your guys are not going to be able to hold up in coverage, then what ends up happening is you're screwed. If if Gilly can't if Gilly can't hold Devontae Smith running across the field, hmm. then giving him an extra whole second to see that. If if Deron Bland is going to kind of bite on a a little double move, well, giving him an extra second because you decided to contain him and not blitz him. That does you no good. Yeah, so it's like, can you match it? If you can see it on film and they do it, do you think you have the personnel? Maybe you try it. Yeah. Maybe you kind of play with it a little bit and go, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see how this works. But if you don't have the personnel to do so, then you find yourself in a position where you're like, this ain't working, coach. Can you do a? Hang on. Oh, right. no, go. Well, can say your question, then we gotta go to break. Can they do a Kristen contain? Everybody, but like Parson goes, everybody else contains. We'll answer that on the other side of the. Board. When we come back, on hanging with the boys, because I do have an answer. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the second segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. And before we get to Kurt's question, here's something I don't do this very often, contribute to the show, but I'm going to try. We're talking about Dak and Jalen Hurts as far as being rushing quarterbacks. Here's here's the last four games. Dak's carries the last four games. 7 1, 2 and 2. He's averaging 4.2 yards a carry. Hurts. Now, you got to factor in they do the tush push a lot, and that's considered right. a carry. So, but 7, 14, 12, and 10. So he's, you're, you're going to see him with the ball in his hands outside the pocket probably a lot. But it does, it does seem like he's, I would like to, what were his numbers? Let me look that up, his numbers a few years ago, because it does seem like he's, like you said, Jesse, not running near Mm-mm. where he was the first couple of years of his career. So, Kurt, He's what were second in the league right now in attempts? But again, it's, it's probably less. Than that's the tush push. Tush push. I yeah. mean, they yeah. do that at what, least five four times or five times a yeah, game. I think he's yeah. got far and away the most QB rushing touchdowns. Twelve and eleven of those are like from the one. That's <laughs> crazy. Twelve rushing touchdowns. Most running backs don't get twelve in a year. Most receivers don't want to talk here. He's got 12 because of that one play. What do y'all think about that play? I know a lot's been made about it. I'm like, dude, you found a way to make a play work. That's it. Stop it. Like, don't change the rule. That's it. That's like saying, you know, Bill Walsh, you figured out the West Coast offense. You can't use that because you're running so well. Like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I, I get. I don't know. I, Patrick I don't Mahomes, know. you you throw the ball on the run too good yeah. down the field. Yeah. You no more. Tyree passing. Hill, you're too fast. Yeah. No more. You can't yeah. run in a straight line. You have to pause one second. I'll come. Up. No, like let is them it, play, man. Is it because Hertz is so big and strong as a quarterback, or just the line is so Kelsey up there? So what? What? What I've heard a lot about it is their the left technique, right? Their left tackle. Malata uh, is Australian, hmm. has a rugby background. Uh, where you get in the scrum, so and you just push. Yeah, so he is taught when they were looking for when they were doing the quarterback sneak. He was like, "Hey, we should try this." When we when I did rugby, yeah. huh. this is what. Huh. And so the thing that he says that they do is that most people think they just dive on the ground and it's it. Well, they don't. Their thing is, is that we want to get our hands on the ground, but we're not falling on the ground. Mm. We're almost bear crawling. So what ends up happening is even the, the folks, even the folks that yeah. dive underneath mm. them, they just kind of over top of them it's move and the like a mosh, oh, like a wow. mosh pit on the ground. And that's what he's <laughs> like. And that's what they did in rugby. It was like yeah. uh, I forgot the <clears throat> term they called, but he said we're not we're not diving under anybody. Yeah. We're getting our hands under everybody, and then we're just trying to move our hands. We're, we're trying to bear crawl our way through while everyone else is flattening their stomachs. And we're just going, we're over top of them now. Yeah. And we're just kind of, and that's when you see the pile just, you'll see it kind of hit a point, and then you'll just kind of see mm. it, you know, slide through. Because that's where it came from there. It came from, all right, here's the quarterback sneak. And then Malata saying, 
hey, we did this in rugby, huh. and then they just practice it and practice it, and he gave he showed them the techniques that they use in rugby. Yeah. That now I, I would say about another year or so, somebody of course they'll go and you know they'll be sent over to Australia or to your local rugby teams and no. figure it out, and figure out how you know how to do that all the time. You know? why don't they try rugby? But I play it, rugby. Why don't we try? But if rugby? you think about that, the what that play is. One to try it, right? Because if you think about it, first you got to go to the offensive lineman or the offensive line coach and convince everybody this might work, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got to practice it as a group. Mm -hmm. Then you got to talk the head coach into letting you borrow the defensive lineman to waste reps and time <laughs> to go practice against you to mm -hmm. see if it actually works and you can move them. And then you got to put time and effort into every rep counts in practice. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, like you don't waste plays, you right. don't rest time, especially now that. <laughs> You have a limited Limit practice time. amount yep. of time. Mm -hmm. And then and then to practice it enough to actually execute it and it worked 99.999. I don't know if yeah. it's failed yet. Maybe once. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, yeah. it's not much. I think somebody has, but it's yeah. very rare. But very for you rare. to be able to do that just off of I think this might work and be able to implement. Because you're, you're not talking about just I might run this route. you got to have the whole group. And then the defensive group, and then everybody buying to try that. that that's pretty incredible that you yeah. that you yeah, came I don't, up I don't with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the league would want to stop doing that. No, it's fun. I mean, to me, it's yeah. fun to watch. It's like, okay, can somebody stop it? Yeah. Can you? And now they've added the the next element to it, where they're getting a tush push and they hand it off. They're doing a tush push pass. So it's like it's I've like seen that. yeah, they're doing like a little like a little dump off pass. So it's like they're they're adding these different elements to it. So I, I don't know why the league wants to get rid of it. I don't I don't see what people are getting like it's a massive injury. I just they found something. Yeah. They found something. You got to just tip your cap to them and go. Damn it! I wish we would have found it. And it makes you mad because your team didn't think of it. No. And it's so successful. I'm gonna call it. I think they're gonna do a fake tush push this week, oh. where they're gonna they're gonna run it. He's he's gonna run up the butt of Kelsey, and then he's gonna bounce out and either roll out and do like a bootleg or. What you said, roll out, pass down the sideline. I just have a feeling if they try that, Mike is going to be – if he goes left. <laughs> I got to go right. Yeah, I go right. Mike is going to be standing Mike right there. Mike is going to be like – because I don't think he's diving. Mike is ain't diving he, in. Mike's he's like, like I'm not I got him if he comes <laughs> they've, out. They've I'm done that with, for a touchdown already this year. Have they really? Yes. So watch uh, for that. So they did swift out the left side, actually. What game so was he, that? Um, How do you know that? Because – he watched more football. Watched a lot of football. <laughs> when do you have time to watch football? You run podcasts twelve hours a day. You log footage during the podcast. You have two days. kids at home. You play Call of Duty every night. Where do you and you play cornhole two times a week? Yeah. Where I do don't you play have, cornhole two times a week during the NFL season. <laughs> during the NFL season, let's clarify that. <laughs> Where NFL do you have season. time to watch all this? Film? You just, you're upset that he has better time management than you. Hundred percent. That's why I'm <laughs> asking these questions. How do you find this time? What is your schedule? What, what, is your, what does your calendar look I'm like? I'm only in here one, one night, hour Shannon. a day. Last night, what did I do last night? Yeah, uh, while you were, while you were at that place at one o'clock in the morning, I was watching football. While you, while you, while you, while you were at that place at one o'clock in the morning, he was watching football. That wasn't exactly. last night. That was that was Friday night oh, or okay. Saturday. Night. I was still watching football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the running game. We talked Kurt about had a question that we didn't. Get oh a yeah, yeah. Answer. You know what? Yeah. Let's go to our last break, and then when we come back, what is your question? What was your question again? We were talking about containing versus rushing hurts. Can they set it up where maybe just Micah rushes, but everybody else contains? That kind of Find that Jesse has an answer when we come back on the last segment of Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the third segment. Don't worry about what we were talking about in the break. Uh, hanging with the boys each and every day. Proudly brought to you the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jigsaw. There we go. All right, Kurt, your question was again. Containment. Containment. Yes. Can you send Micah after the quarterback and everybody else contain? You absolutely can. And we've seen it. Is that called spying? No. No? Okay. It's no. Difference. I mean, you can, you can spy, but mm-hmm. what we've seen this year a lot, where Micah has gotten a lot of pressure at is where you see that they'll take their defensive tackles, uh, whether that's Osa, whether that's um, 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 uh, Hankins or Mozzie, and what they do is they take them out of those A-gaps. The A-gaps are the gaps right on either side of the center. Mm -hmm. They've taken them out of those gaps and moved them either head up or to the B-gaps, which are outside the guards. Right? They line the tackles up there, and then they line their ends in what we call a wide nine, which means they're outside the outside guy of the offensive line. So what does that do? Because now I have center, 
guard, guard, tackle, tackle. Well, if I line up guys over the guards and I line up guys outside of the tackles, they now have to expand to reach those blocks. That now creates these two massive gaping holes in the A-gaps on both sides of the center. You've seen them line Micah Parsons up in the middle of the football field over top of the center. They started doing it when you saw Miles. Remember Miles Garrett was standing there doing the basketball thing, mm-hmm. right, over top of the center? Yep. And then next week you saw Mikey was doing the same thing. Well, that's how you now are able to say, okay, we're going to rush outside. We can either start outside and then kind of come back inside and contain the quarterback while I let Micah simultaneously be able to come and work that center. And it even worked a little bit last game against Jason Kelsey, who's a really good center. It's getting up there in age. If you keep him in a phone booth, he dominates you. If you make the old man have to really move, and because and, now when you when you have Micah coming downhill at you, you you don't know. First of all, I have a, he has a two way go, and I don't have either of my guards on the inside to give me an arm, a shoulder, just something to negate him just blowing by me. So I got Micah coming downhill at me, and it's okay. He's coming with speed. If he decides to go speed to power, he's gonna take me and walk me to the back to the to the lap of. The quarterback. If he decided to go speed, quick speed and move, I got to be able to, you know, now now I'm lunging. And if I lunge out at him and he gets my arms out the way, now I'm toppling over and he's by me. So sometimes you you, kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't if you're Travis Kelsey, excuse me, Jason Kelsey, if they do that lineup and they rush Micah Parsons right down down the hill at him, you got to hope that I guess right and that I can get him – I can get my hands on him and just use his momentum. So if he decides to go right, I get him, and we're just going to ride right together. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Jalen can kind of see that, step around, and still be able to deliver the ball on the football field. So you can still contain, right? Your other four guys can still be in containment, and you can have them set in a certain way that allows one-on-one uh, matchups with Mike, Michael Parsons in the center. How I wish Nate was here. How beat up are offensive and defensive line? I know their hands are jacked, but – how beat up are their arms? Because you were talking about swiping arms out. That happens every play. They're trying to keep each other's hands off of each. Mm-hmm. So if I just sat here with you and did that, not on the football field, without gloves on or anything, we would have some bruises yeah, but, on our arms. But, for example, you're an MMA guy, right? When, you, yeah. when they go doing that shin thing, right? When mm-hmm. they go to, the, you know, they get the roll You get out. hardened, right? You get hardened. Your, your, does your body do that as a yeah, football player? as a football player. You get used to – Getting beat up and those thi- and- yeah the, the the parts of the body that whoever uses the most right if it's shoulders if it's whatever it is you know um you, your body but it can it, it builds up it builds up a callus around it a strength around tolerance it because and, a tolerance yeah. around it it's like like I said when MMA guy if you're a kicker if you're like a real kicker you do mm-hmm. that shin thing right oh they do stuff over in Thailand where they take like wine bottles yeah and, and they rub them on their shins yeah. to kill all to, the nerves yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in your shins so yeah. you don't so you don't feel but yeah. th- well before no, they go numb it it's like, like hell. yeah it's like lay in bed crying same, so. same way with receivers the hand fighting and all that is it pretty not as much because there's more space yeah it's not i mean and we're trying to get away from guys like yeah, those yeah. guys are coming down with a level of force yeah. that's different you know what i'm saying like me trying to chop you every other play every couple plays they're trying to chop you every yeah, single yeah, play. Yeah. And it's 300 pounds of just, you know, those dudes are lifting three, four, five hundred pounds. It's it's a difference. It's right. a it's a it's a major, major difference in what But you get so but even as a receiver, like as the season goes along, 
Do you get less and less sore, or do you get is it more and more because you've done more? Sore, no, but you get tired. Mm. You get tired, um, and, and people always say, "Oh, he got stronger as the game went on." No one ever gets stronger as the game gets on. Those who really train and really take care of their body, they're able to maintain a level of greatness. The other guy just gets the other a guy gets less. he 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 he, he tires. You see it more, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I didn't get stronger. I just been able to maintain." And that, you know, that comes with rest. That comes with rehabilitation. That comes with off-season conditioning. That comes with eating right. That comes with all the parts of the body where you got to take care of it because it's such a long season. Mm -hmm. and, and the guys who – and I didn't – when I was a young player in the league, when I first came in, I didn't understand. I was like, you spend what in the off-season on your body? You spend what? <laughs> 20,000, 30,000? Yeah, I'm not spending that. You get pedicures how often? Yeah, and then you realize, you know, you go through your first season, you're like, ah, what's the number? What's the number to your guy again? <laughs> who's, your guy? <laughs> who's your guy? Like, who, who's your guy? Who's your guy? Because uh, my back and my legs are just, and, and now it, it becomes an investment. And so those who are able to do it at, at a high level are those um, who, who who really take it. And there's, there's always acceptance of the rules. There's always the freak athletes. There's always the ones that are just like, he don't. He eat bad. He don't sleep. He drink. He do drugs. He play video games all night. But God just said he's gonna be a little bit better than the rest of you bums. And <laughs> they don't have to take care. Of them. It makes you wonder. Like you, you hear stories, past and present athletes that are that are just freaks like that, right? Like I mean, Nate's told us some crazy stories about Jerome Brown. No, <laughs> yeah, well, no but that, that too. But like you know, some stories about Mike, how he could you know go do it all day, all night, and still be the best at like. When you're that good, I wonder if if you're just wired to where it didn't matter. Are you at the same level if you would have done it like a the right way, Larry Fitzgerald right. or somebody you know that did? Or would you have been that much better? Or are you just so damn good that it doesn't really matter? You know, because I've got friends like that. I've got some that can go drink all night party till four, wake up, be at work at eight, and then do it for like weeks at a time. And then some, it just kills them. You yeah. Know? I mean, my, my, my first, my first vet was Chad Johnson. Ocho. He ate McDonald's every day. So that's not a lie. He actually every eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner every Didn't day. Did you say Dez woke up and had Dez a handful woke up of... and eat gummy bears and, <laughs> and sour? Like it's just some dudes who are Genetics, different. Huh? They are just different. You know, like, um, DeMarcus Ware was a guy who literally took care of his body. Chef, nutritionist, work, you know what I'm saying? And you just had some that just were just like, like I said, like Dez was just like, uh, uh, let's go play football. Yeah. You're like, you ain't going to stretch. You ain't going to tie the cleats at least. Uh, worry about it. We'll get it later. I didn't Where'd realize he? Chad was as tall as he. I thought he was a shorter guy. No, nah, he's about 6'1", 6'2". Yeah, he's actually yeah. a decent-sized dude. Yeah. I saw him not too long ago. I was like, wow, he's bigger than yeah. I thought. Would those guys that would Dez have been even better if he had followed? Yeah, I guess that's my question. If, if Dez, all right, so we all see the clips now. We see Dez trying to, he's not doing it much anymore, but if Dez would have been as diligent at offseason workouts, trying to learn how to run routes, understanding stuff like Might that. Might still be in the league, longevity. 100%. That's how, like, I'll give you an example. Anquan Bolden was a guy who, who, who he played forever because. He continued to do the things his whole career. He's always been doing the right things about his body. Larry Fitzgerald, right things about what my body, training, eating, you know, all those things. And it, it, it gave you what, where you should have ended. 
it gave you another four or five decent years left in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and some guys are just – Jerry Rice was the same way. Like, people would try to do his mountain running workout, mm-hmm. and nobody could do it with him. Hmm. The world-class athletes, he would bring out there and they would do those conditioning, and nobody could do it. And and that's how you take a guy he lasts that long because he's able to take care of his body. And, 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 and some guys – I'm jealous – because you just, I, I've been around in the locker room. I'm like, well, here I am. I got to come an hour before. I got to do all this stretching and eating. And then, and you literally show up 10 minutes before practice starts and just go. Just, and, and, and not just go out there and just be out there. Kick the living <laughs> crap out of the defenders who are trying to be like I just yeah. like and you know it's got to make them even more mad than you because they're like I'm competing against this guy and I'm doing everything right and I know he was in the club till three this morning yeah. and he's still kicking my ass yeah like what? he's like I know where he was at last night <laughs> right. and he comes up there's nothing you can do like that's when you just got like. Mm-hmm. That's when you just know. Oh, That's I got him just, today. Yeah. I know he was out all night. He yeah. smelled like booze. I got him today, and then it's just like, come on, man. Come on, bro. What is happening? Yeah, it happens that Jeez. way, brother. All right, real uh, quick before we get out of here, uh, the run game. should be. We should be worried about Swift just as much as we're worried about Hurts running the ball, if not more, right? How, and how do you stop how – do how do you do both? What do you do this game defensively, scheme-wise? What would you do? Um – yeah, I, I would. I would continue to. I would do what they did the last game. I, I would. I would still pressure, um, and just remind guys like if if we shut this running game down, if we are and it, it, the, the the shutting the running game down for the Cowboys, it really comes down to discipline. Will are you willing to be where you're supposed to be? Are you willing to be patient? And as Dan Quinn has said many many times before, pa, you know, pass rushing is a privilege. Are you willing to be disciplined enough and dedicated enough to do the things? And the thing about the Eagles is, you know, most people say, oh, it's, you know, three downs, and then you hear everybody hold up the fourth down, and I'm off the field. Mm-hmm. Nah, you have to play four downs because if it's anywhere between fourth and three, they're going for it. Yeah. They're going for it. So you have to be even more disciplined on second down in hopes that you get to third down, and it's such a long distance that when it gets to fourth down, that it's actually fourth and five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight. Because if it's fourth and three or fourth and two, yeah, and now yeah. you're not getting off the field, and that's where Philly sometimes hurts you, is because they'll find pockets in the game. Well, they'll have 12, 13, that 14 play drive. Third quarter last time, mm. Mm. and they just wore you down. Yeah. And they, they had two long drives. And after that, they're like, now, now you're surviving. You're just trying to survive. They wore you down. They drove the ball down the field. It was 14-play drive. They held the ball for nine minutes. Your offense is on the sideline out of, uh, you know, out of rhythm. Your defense is wore down. And then now you have to try to get back in there. And now you're racing against the clock. And now are you willing to do the small things when you get the ball back? Because you're like, clock is on. You know, clock is running. We're down. We don't really have rhythm. We ain't really been able to set nothing up because they had the ball for the last nine minutes. Can you do something? Yeah. Because if you can't, you give it back to them. Now your defense is like, and they just chew up the clock for six more minutes. Yeah. And now you look up in this fourth, middle of the fourth quarter, you become one-dimensional. Any update on uh, Coach's surgery, Kurt? Did you hear anything? He's 
He was supposed to be do, involved with meetings today, I think, via Zoom, and they're expecting him to. And there's still some question whether he could call plays from the booth or it would be on the sideline. But as of now, it sounds like he's sounds planning like he, on being on the like sideline. he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that changes, how much that would change if it was an away game. Traveling, flying, mm-hmm. all that. We don't have to worry Might about make it. make a difference. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Jesse. You know how we travel. We travel first class. <laughs> do we? It's true. You ain't been on a plane before? Oh, yeah. You're talking like, about the, I thought you were talking about us. I was like, I do. <laughs> well, I do. What, you, but, you must be getting that $30 instead of. Well, I mean, <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's price. Man, gee, and you yes. got to get you a credit card with the airline company. Yeah, get get that, those points that up, that baby. Black metal car sounds no, like you're No, it's black, but it ain't metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, da- it's damn near. It's le- what's less than plastic? It goes. Not, only, ding, 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 no, it don't do no ding, it. ding, ding. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Good stuff. Kurt, good yes, seeing sir. you. Jesse, see you tomorrow. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for keeping Chris company. Will, we miss you. What's my guy's name? Josh. Josh, thanks for keeping us <laughs> Josh on gonna the catch social you in the hallway. channels. He's going to catch you in the hallway and see you for something. We will see you all tomorrow with our predictions. We're going to make Nate participate since he wasn't here. And your today. doctor appointment announcement. Coming tomorrow. (laughs) Stay tuned on Hanging with the Boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?